Hello everyone and welcome to this uh, new edition of uh, GMMVX in English. For almost one year now, I've been taking my community of you Tuesday and Friday in the exciting world of Web3, NFT and cryptocurrencies. Now it's time for the format to be available in English. So every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. UTC with my friend Joachim and Sun Arno, we will take you into this universe all together. Hello, Joachim, how are you? GM, GM, I'm good, how about you? I'm doing fucking good. So happy uh, uh, to be here this morning. We have the whole BH community with us. I saw uh, a lot of reminders uh, to, to this uh, for this Twitter spaces. So a lot of people are here to listen to Marius that, that will join you us uh in in a few minutes so uh every wednesday morning we'll be covering blockchain and multiverse news and welcoming the ecosystem's biggest builders and so i was saying today we're lucky to welcome uh marius grigoras from uh bh network but not only because uh he's co-founder of a lot of project a lot of product we will uh speak about uh, uh this morning hello uh marius how are you hello hello guys can you hear me fine yeah perfectly super how are you uh pretty good uh today we are celebrating the unification day in romania uh historically oh okay yeah, so it's a bit uh, free of time for most of us in, in Romania, but uh, yeah, we are still working. <laughs> uh, we are <laughs> uh, Yeah, so um, uh, all the best to all the Romanians celebrating this day today. Okay, so uh, happy uh, happy day to everyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, this morning's program is very busy, uh, as always. Uh, first of all, we will speak about Benny's countdown in a marketing point of view. Um, and after, we will start the interview of Marius. Uh, uh, and at the end of the space, we'll speak about blockchain bridges uh, and especially the one of Wondex between Multiversex and Solana. Um, so... Um, I wanted to start this uh, Twitter spaces by speaking about uh, Benny's countdown. Uh, and uh, I would like to have your opinion about it because there are two, two, two things. First of all, uh, is about the uh, marketing operation. Is it a good thing uh, to announce uh, a, a news this way with a very long countdown? Uh, isn't it like uh, too risky uh, to disappoint the, the community if the announcement is not good enough, first of all? And second, uh, we can see that for two days now, uh, Benny did not count. Uh, so that's pretty weird. It makes uh, people speak about a lot of memes, a lot of uh, content on, on the social networks. So yeah, maybe the operation is getting uh, a good thing, but like everybody's waiting uh, uh, to, to know what is behind this uh, uh, stopped countdown. So that's what I want to, to speak a bit about for first. Uh, but before we start, now we are a lot in the space uh please guys uh can you just try to put a comment on the comment section because i don't know why i cannot do it myself uh joachim can you put a comment 
let me try because um the the button about the comment is not available and i can't see the post of the twitter space so it's pretty weird but yeah i'm, I'm sure it's about my device no, I'm having the same. Yeah, I can't see it on your on your Twitter page either. Okay, I will post the 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 a uh, uh, a post about it so you can all. Yeah, I see both Bill and Catalina are doing thumbs down, so I think no one is able to. Okay, so uh, uh, just try. I I posted a tweet now, uh, so you should be able to see it now so yeah okay so can you guys uh like uh repost and comment the tweet i just made on my page so just go on my page and you will see it's pinned at the moment and so yeah just give strength to this twitter space to inform more people to come to join us and to listen to the different topics we'll speak about and of and, and of course to listen to mary's speaking about uh uh, the different project uh, uh, around BH Network, but also his vision of Multiverse 6 uh, ecosystem. It will be very, very interesting. Uh, so, yeah, okay. Thank you. Feel free to comment also, repost, like, anything. Okay, so let's start right now. Uh, so I maybe want to have uh, your opinion, Joachim, about the marketing uh uh, point of view of this uh, uh, operation. What do you think? Isn't too risky, or do you like it because it's it's fucking degen and and it makes a lot of content on on social networks? So what do you think? So I I think you should know this by now, but I'm not the most degen person uh, <laughs> around. Um, but so I think one of the issues with um, such marketing, I mean, we're talking about the 23 days countdown. Uh, and I think you, sh you should share uh, Larry Corvair's um, supposition uh, later on. Um, but the thing with it is with 30 days of wait, people get to think about so many different things it could be. And with 23 days, I mean, the thing is he hasn't even said if it would be an announcement, if it would be the launch something, we don't know anything. But we've seen a lot of, well, high expectations. And I think one of the risks of that is that even if your expectations are met, even if like the thing you imagine happens, it, it, it won't be the same expectation for other users. Let's take an example. We could have like massive, um, like regular Web2 adoption through like, let's say an entity like, Google or um, or another big entity that would let let's say something crazy have their own sovereign chart. It would be great for the protocol, but I think there would be users who were hoping to see something that ha would have more impact for them on the day to day use. And on the other hand, you could have for them an exportal update that brings a lot of new features that they would find very cool, and while others would think, oh, we were hoping to see a big actor come into the space. So. It, it is that risk that since you can never please everyone, that countdown is going to di disappoint someone. 
Yeah, de de definitely. And um, uh, feel free, guys, to write on the comment section your opinion about Benny's countdown. So it's not just about uh, trying to guess what's behind. We already did it in a previous uh, Twitter Spaces, uh, but about the marketing thing. Uh, uh, through the uh, uh, community uh, point of view, but also maybe through the whole X uh, ecosystem, because we are not alone. A lot of other blockchains is looking at us and uh, because more and more people are cross chain. So it's also about uh, what uh, people see about uh, Multiverse X. And of course, Benny is not tweeting just for himself, but as, as the main representative of uh, Multiverse X. So that's the, the, the point. You guys also can raise your hand and, and, and come and, and give us your opinion about this. Uh, feel free to, to, to do it. Maybe Marius, you have an opinion about this countdown. Um, as a CEO, and would, would you do something like that to announce a big thing, uh, like a countdown, a very long countdown? What, what do you think about it? Uh, it's very complicated. As your team said, I'm not a let's say, very diligent person. Uh, <laughs> uh, very long countdown can be can be risky, in my opinion, if the the news is not very important uh, or very 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 massive. Maybe I'll use a shorter <laughs> countdown. But you know, in marketing, there's a saying, uh, P.T. Barnum once said, there is no such thing as bad publicity, which is almost as good as uh, what uh, Oscar Wilde said uh, uh, many years ago. There is only one thing in the world worse than being talked about, and that is not being talked about. So, uh, you know, in Web3, a lot of people are uh, obsessed with the news and hype and uh, all this stuff. Uh, people are getting bored very, very quickly in, in Web3, and uh, maybe it's better to have this kind of things uh, than not having anything. Mm. So maybe it can be a good approach, but again, in my opinion, only if uh, the, the announcements are, are coming, are, are big enough. Uh, okay. If not, it can be, it can be a bit risky, in, in my opinion, because uh, mm. for sure this kind this kind of countdown build a very strong momentum and people are respecting the very, yeah. very important news. Yeah, I, I agree uh, 100 percent to, to this. I think, um, and I tweeted about it a few days ago, I think the strongest uh, announcements are the ones that don't give any warning. Um, that way you limit the weight and the potential for disappointment because the longer you keep people waiting, the more things the audience imagines, as uh, Joachim just said, and so many things that will be disappointed because you cannot do everything. Uh, also, the more uh, uh, people are waiting because they accumulate with each countdown, the more disappointed people they will be because you can't satisfy an, uh, everyone. Also, the longer you count, the more time you give the feathers to sharpen their, their criticisms. So in the end, I think you only, you, you only have the disadvantages because even if the news is crazy, it would have been uh, all the more welcome if it had come when nobody ex was expecting it. So I think it's risky. Uh, let's speak now about the countdown that stopped two days ago. Uh, what do you think about this? Because uh, it's uh, weird. So, in a marketing point of view, the countdown was risky. 
but stopping the countdown when everybody is waiting for it every single day is not just risky it's your law you know what i mean it's just crazy so you know what i like this move to stop the countdown meanwhile i did not like the countdown itself so there too uh joaquin what do you think do you have any uh uh, uh ideas of what's happening except of course maybe the end of the dry january of benny's uh <laughs> yeah that, that was larry Correa's theory that um benny was trying to do dry january and was counting the days until the end of the month uh but that he failed on day 10 and that's why we haven't heard any new tweets since um no i it's hard to say, right? Because what 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 I did find curious, and th this this is just um, speculation, but for each for each day that passed, the countdown post was getting later and later, and it was it was nearly at midnight time Romanian time in the last few days before it went silent, but. It can't. It can't be a coincidence that it stopped exactly at day ten, right? It's it's a very yeah. specific time to stop. So I don't know what you think about it. As you say, it has kind of the community has kept the um, the action going. We've seen uh, Pepiamin's famous uh, memes. Food has done some too. Like maybe maybe that's maybe that's a strategy that he created the momentum and now he lets the community do the rest but again by doing that you're counting on others to keep the momentum and to keep the hype on something we don't know what it is yeah and and the community keeps saying if he stop uh counting will count for him <laughs> and that's what people do so and 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 i would like to shoot out to uh uh minku foudres uh but also uh larry cover and many other content creators that are making so great videos uh deep fakes memes and so on it's so fucking funny i will uh uh, put on the on the comment section uh maybe two uh a post that maybe you missed i hope you did not but one uh from uh pepe Amin, uh and we can mention that benny liked it so benny's not uh um what, what uh, he's on X and he reads what uh, what people says about about it, and uh, the one of uh, X Foudras uh, that he posted yesterday uh, about uh, Matrix. So it was just amazing. Uh, yeah, Marius, what do you think about this uh, weird uh, uh, countdown that stopped at uh, at uh, ten? Yeah, good question. Uh, in my opinion, Benjamin is very smart. He he doubled the FOMO right now. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think he will not count anymore uh, till the announcement will be made uh, and will make the community to count itself. Uh, mm -hmm. It's not a bad move, but again, it's very risky. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what's happening. But uh, again, Benjamin is not stupid at all and uh, he knows how to play this uh, this game uh yeah and he just he, he, if we discuss about it for sure <laughs> uh, he yeah he that's what we do 
Definitely, it works. Uh, yeah, I think he's like a, a singer that starts uh, the song and the public is uh, continuing to, to think after him. So yeah, that's uh, interesting. We have in the comment uh, someone that says, while many projects often emphasize their long-term vision and mission, could you elaborate on your current short-term? What's this? Okay, no, no, no. Sorry, it was just an AI question. Um, okay, so thank you very much. Uh, uh, for 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 this, so I I repeat again. If you guys wants to give your your opinion about the countdown, you can do it on the comment section. But you can also raise your hand and uh, come to 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 tell us uh, uh, directly. Uh, before we start the Marius interview, I just want to remind you that there are uh, five times uh, two thousand B hat token. Correct? Uh, yeah. Yeah. To win? yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, so five times uh, uh, 2,000 BHAT tokens to win during these Twitter spaces. And to enter this giveaway, it's fucking simple. You just need to retweet uh, the post I made, I pinned on my, um, on, my, on my page. You need to follow me, of course, and you need to follow... Uh, what do you want, Marius? Marius to f they, they need to follow you or they need to follow BH Network? Which one is the most important account this BH morning? X-Audit, maybe? Uh, you need more followers there? Maybe, yeah. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, we can go with X-Audit. Uh, okay, so let's go for this. We'll speak about this very new project you launched a few days ago, of course. So, guys, the conditions are very simple. You need to follow me and X-Audit. Uh, page. I will put the handle on the comment section, uh, and I will make the draw in a, uh, at the end of the interview. Okay, just wait a minute because uh, someone rung at my door. Uh, Joachim, I let you uh, take the mic for. Yeah, I take second. over. Maybe your Solana phone is here. <laughs> He's been waiting for that phone forever to give you some uh, information. <laughs> Um, so yeah, as you've heard, follow, follow, follow it um, to be uh, eligible for the, the giveaway and the GRM will draw the winners uh, in a bit. So yeah, no, the countdown is definitely a, a very interesting uh, marketing strategy. And, and what I think we see is Multiverse Acts in general, because I, I want to believe it, those things have been agreed upon. Try to like change the strategies and the, and the type of marketing from time to time. Would you say, Marius? Yeah, we will see. We'll see what's happening. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty hard. So um, they are trying the the best for sure. Uh, yeah, multiverse for sure needs more adoption, more liquidity, more active users. Uh, any noise, it's a good noise in my opinion. We need to put some light on uh, everything happening right now in Multiverse 6. Um, yeah. In my opinion, this year will be make it or break it uh, for all the ecosystems around Multiverse 6, uh, also for us, for but also especially for Multiverse 6. Yeah, I think we we build a strong momentum on, on technical side, on, on, on all parts. Uh, for sure, Multiverse 6 as a technical ecosystem is not the same as two, three years ago. Uh, so we are ready. We are ready with uh, all the tech around it. Uh, big portal, shards, uh, uh, better consensus time. 
everything is ready, uh, more or less. Uh, but again, very, very strong ecosystems comparing with any other layer one. That's why I think being ready, it's very crucial uh, to add more active users to, to put some, to shed some light, some good light about what we are building as an ecosystem and to bring two, three very, very big projects. I don't know, from real world assets is this kind of narrative right now with uh, RWA uh, or with the IT or anything else, but we need a very, very big project or two or three, even better. Uh, coming with big numbers of users from real world, big liquidity and, and so on. Uh, in my opinion, this is would be, I don't know, the only way to, to survive and to bring more stuff to, to the ecosystem. Because right now the feeling is everybody is moving the same liquidity between each other. Uh, it's not very safe and healthy on, on the long term. So for sure we need more eyes from outside. Yeah, for for sure, for sure. But uh, I think we, we'll we'll discuss uh, we'll discuss more in depth this uh, as we start the interview. I'll let GRM uh, take over now and start it. Uh, yeah, and guess what? I just received. It's not the Solana mobile. Mobile. Uh, it should arrive uh, tomorrow. Uh, uh, no, it's uh, it's worse than that. It's my cocoa box. Uh, no, the first one, not the last oh. one they just released. The first one, because you know what, guys? I am Where do you live? No, but this is my life. I, I am always the last to receive things. Uh, so uh, very lucky me. But that's uh, uh, I did not have the time to open it uh, yet. But yeah, it's the first uh, Cocoa Box. Uh, so I have it now. Uh, yeah, so let's... Uh, start this uh, interview um mary so as always here we are not receiving projects we receive builders so let's start by speaking um about your background maybe before even um joining the web3 world uh, what's uh, your background uh, before even building anything yeah yeah uh long story here but i will try to, to be very short yeah so before oh we have time brother we have before, time no worries. starting with uh, with web to adventure uh, my business i'm a software engineer uh, i can't hear you well can you just get closer to yeah, the mic now or it's something? Uh, yeah now it's okay, better thank okay. you yeah, so uh, before joining Web3, my basic, I'm a software engineer. I worked for more than 11 years to any space semiconductors. It's a big multinational company around semiconductors where I built software for uh, semiconductor chips, uh, different uh, security layers, stacks, and so on. I finished Polytechnica Computer Science in Bucharest in 2010. Uh, also, I finished the security master thesis at uh, Technical Military Academy in, uh, in Bucharest. So yeah, most of my background is on embedded security stack and a lot of uh, semiconductors uh, on, on different companies. How I started with Web3, uh, so basically um, 2000. It was before Multi yeah, yeah, 6. I mean, did you build anything before? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I was not building a product, a Web3 product, but during NXP, mm -hmm. uh, we were researching a protocol, a uh, secure protocol uh, that leveraging uh, the software updates, the secure over the updates 
between uh, our servers and the chips uh, behind the cars. So I was working as a for IoT and automotive uh, departments in, in the company. And we wanted to have a better layer, a better secure protocol layer, uh, making these updates. You know, uh, the story behind uh, the chips and the cars in China, a lot of providers and OEMs are cloning these chips. And we wanted to avoid this kind of cloning uh, because it's not important you are sending secure uh, packages or encrypted packages to the cars is is also very important to know that those chips receiving the the encrypted packages are not cloned. And uh, yeah, from research and research, uh, we discovered blockchain. We made research on different protocols uh, and layer ones. Uh, no layer one was scalable enough, and this is how we discovered Elon at the time. Read the white paper. Uh, convinced the the guys from the city of from Belgium to to make some research, deep dive research about it. We started to have some calls with Lucian Minko and the guys from Sibiu. Did you uh, did you know the, the the team because you guys are from no, Romania? No, no, did you know? No, uh, I, did, I didn't, no? didn't okay. know. No, this was my first interaction with the, the guys. Uh, I just okay. got in love with uh, with the technology they they were building at that time. Uh, okay. What did you like the most? The sharding, the, the scalability, the software, vision? What did you like software, the most? Software scalability. I really trust software a lot. Uh, and so I was a teacher uh, during my master's degree. I was a teacher for uh, distributed parallel algorithms. So I, I, I'm, I have pretty lot of experience regarding distributed and parallel uh, processing. So, yeah. I, I, I was pretty sure that they can scale uh, using multiple parallel words, shards. Uh, you, you can scale basically infinitely if you want uh, or if you need. Uh, I don't trust so much in this kind of hardware distribution or hardware scalability. Software for sure is the, the tricky point here on the long term. Yeah, so this is how I discovered uh, Eldrond at the time how I got to, to play with the technology and to test different things and dif different microservices uh, into NXP uh, company uh, using uh, their technology. After a couple of months, I uh, started to, to play important role in educating community users, mostly in Romania, being admin on different groups. I started to meet with Petrika here also in, in the group. And we started to to think, okay, why not to to start MG staking, to be a staking provider, and to invest in the, into the ecosystem. And uh, yeah, community uh, demanded for it, and uh, yeah, we just decided to to be a staking provider for these guys. And uh, after that, uh, I just started to have many calls with Patrika regarding uh, how to build on Eldrond, how to bring new use cases here. How to bring different uh, different technologies and and so on. Just a bit, sorry. Yeah, no worry. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, we started to to offer free consultancy uh, meetings uh, regarding businesses, uh, use cases, uh, technical stuff, in order to bring more startups. And uh, yeah, we discussed with lot of lot of startups from from Europe mostly. Um, on different use cases, but mostly uh, IoT, security, uh, agriculture, and uh, stuff like this. Uh, and yeah, after 
we wanted also to if it's uh if it's important maybe you can pick up and we can wait for you for one minute bro yeah, just a bit just a bit just a bit so... no worries so um maybe uh uh we can uh yeah. start Ready. by um saying thank you to everyone that is uh here this morning we are a lot uh hello uh, larissa hello stefan hello patrika hello everybody i can see a lot of coco and smooths uh, pfp uh a lot of uh of people from the whole ecosystem and i think they all owe you something uh because you launched a lot of projects uh with the be hero launchpad but maybe we can start by the first project you ever built on uh, uh multiverse 6 and it was the staking provider or it was something else uh, no the first one was uh was the empty staking the staking provider okay so can you uh, uh, tell us uh, why did you decide to participate in in security in uh, secure the, the 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 network with the with the uh, providing some staking platform? Yeah, first of all, uh, both me and Petrika started to have uh, let's say a good approach and uh, good visibility into the ecosystem, and the community basically wanted to to participate to have us in into the phase uh, three point five. Where more staking providers uh, were starting to be and uh, were to act as a staking provider, uh, we didn't start from the beginning. We didn't have enough funds in order to have multiple nodes or something like that. Uh, but in the staking uh, 3.5, if you remember that phase, uh, we we basically were being asked by the community to join, and yeah, we we started with one node and. Uh, yeah more more and more people wanted to delegate with us they saw our technical background they saw we can we can run multiple nodes very secure very scalable and so on with a very good uptime and uh, yeah we basically uh, we want to thank a lot uh, to our community users because they trust us uh, we gain their trust and uh, yeah really really appreciate for that and this is how we started with the community and uh, really big thank you for that so how many nodes you have at the moment? Uh, more than 40, 46, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. That's a large amount of, uh, of, of a GLD uh, staked. Uh, okay. Um, so let, let's speak about the, the launchpad now, uh, because it's a very important project. You gathered a big community around it and you uh, managed to launch a lot of very big projects yeah. here. How did you start this adventure? Why a launchpad? Since uh, you know it's a hard uh, uh, activity. Uh, I don't know if at the beginning you knew it would have been a, uh, that, that difficult. But how you you met the the challenge at, at the moment? Yeah, it's is a longer story here, and I want to to explain a, a bit. Yeah, sure. Take your time. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Be Hero Launchpad wasn't our first product. Uh, we met AD uh, in, in this call, uh, which is also co-founder in BH Network. So uh, maybe you guys already know. Uh, we started uh, in the beginning with building. Uh, a marketplace, a decentralized marketplace for a freelancer, but being fully compliant with uh, traceability on the chain, with escrow on the chain between the buyer and the seller, and with having fully compliant uh, invoices and everything you need in order to be able 
to pay taxes, uh, VAT, and everything using uh, on the chain technology. And we build it. Uh, we build it. It's running on mainnet and so on. It's named Top IQs. But unfortunately, to be very honest with you, and most of the community users from our side, they already know the truth. We don't have enough adoption for, for this product. Uh, but you know, it's happening. It's happening in entrepreneurship, and uh, you need you don't need to stop. And uh, before before having Behead on on mainnet, uh, we wanted to search for a good launchpad in order to have a public cell as well. And we discussed with Multiple Six for uh, my launchpad at that time, which is now X Launchpad. We discussed uh, with other EVM launchpads. Uh, no one was uh, ready. No one was integrating Multiple Six at that time. Uh, and we decided why not to build our own launchpad in order to, to launch Behead. And if this will be successful enough to continue also to, to integrate and to, to launch other startups and to incubate and acting acting as an incubator for for different uh, products and web three startups from Europe. Why from Europe? Because you know compliance is very important, and you cannot uh, incubate anybody from uh, from the US, for example. And yeah, 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 we decided to 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 put a name, a catchy name for Web three. Uh, uh, Eddie and uh, myself, we started to have a lot of brainstorming, and we decided to have a big hero name was free a bit expensive uh, the domain but <laughs> was free uh, and uh, yeah we bought it and uh, the rest is, is just history uh we started with the big hit uh public sale uh ad which is our marketing guru uh, on the digital marketing made a lot of good marketing around multiple six uh Elrond at that the time and uh, our token and our products and we, even from the beginning, we had around uh, between uh, 18K and 20K users with uh, successfully KIC passed. So yeah, it was a very, very good launch at that, at that time uh, for, for the big head. And uh, yeah, uh, taking in consideration the success and uh, how we leverage all the, all the user experiences, we decided to continue with uh, with the behavioral launch pattern. I think was a, was a pretty good idea. Uh, you know, in life and uh, being a technology is pretty hard to find the best product. Uh, you just need to to try, fail and try, fail and try, fail and try till you have some success and you can measure and having the right metrics in order to to say, okay, this is working, this is not working, and that's it. Um, after after. What was uh what was the first project that you incubated and the first uh the the, the one that you preferred maybe I don't know if you can answer mm -hmm. this question of yeah. course but I know every time you choose a project uh, uh first of all you need to 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 do a big due diligence right. And, right. Uh, and 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 so so many verification so first question how do you choose the projects okay first thing and second thing after I would like to know which project was in 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 your personal opinion maybe the best adventure with the team the communication the success of the of the lunch but first of all how do you choose the project I know it's very harder for you because it's a responsibility toward your community yeah being a fully compliant launchpad the responsibility is very very big because you you need to make due diligence and basically you are uh, putting your trust in front of the community you can choose this project and you can invest it because we we already let's say audited and uh yeah it's a lot of responsibility 
for us it is a mix it's a mix between the team the team needs very very strong uh on technical side product very good product and there's so compliance uh the jurisdiction where they are uh, running and uh, the legal parts to have a good lawyer to have everything ready in terms of uh, compliance here i mean the utility token uh all the papers around it uh not being security for any reason uh and not having any problems in the past with any team core member uh all these things are very very important so both uh you cannot have a very good compliance team but not having a good product and, and so on uh how mature as is, is the team as working together uh their history what they built before web3 is uh, very very important so this mix between compliance and technical side as a product are very important this is how we yeah we decide to, to go with the project or not uh okay in, and in uh, web... uh, and uh which uh how many people uh from the team are dedicated to choose is it a council is the community part of it uh or is just a you and your co-founders so how how it works do you have maybe a compliance team on your uh on your on your team to analyze the different applications yeah on the technical side is me and uh, patrika here we are both pretty technical and we, we understand web3 uh for a specific level uh and we have enough experience on on technical side it is on the marketing side so he can analyze, analyze very well their marketing capabilities and on the legal side we have two true lawyers uh, one from romania and one from Liechtenstein. if we need some resources outside of the romania and in romania we have uh, we have a very very good lawyer with lots of experience in web3 and uh, yeah we are basically uh more or less five people uh, which are analyzing on one different sides of project right okay um what about the different projects you you incubated um which one is uh for you uh in a very personal way it's not about the project itself but the adventure i i, I think from the moment that you speak the first time with the founder and the moment that you launch the project i think uh, it lasts many months so during this month i think you communicate with the team uh with uh, uh, dozens of uh, of calls and uh, uh, and you 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 discuss about the different project the the different part of the project and so on so which project was for you the maybe the, the smoothest and the the best uh, cooperation and maybe you're still in in touch with them very closely uh is there maybe one project that was uh, different than others or uh uh, you know, Jerem, every project is unique and every launch is unique. Uh, there are different aspects which really like but every every project. And I can discuss a bit about everyone uh, if you want. Maybe, I don't know, the most, I don't know, smoother launch we had ever and the most hype ever for sure was Kaukau. Uh, and, you know, pretty well, <laughs> Kaukau project uh i wasn't in this kind of degen world and even now i'm not a degen let's say uh but i can see that web3 is about uh also this kind of people and maybe they are still running 
very, very well everything happening in Web3. I'm more a technical guy, right? I'm, I'm a software engineer and I wrote code on different different stuff. Uh, but I can see this potential and uh, yeah, the agents, people are all running right now and are controlling the Web3 so far. Uh, so CowCow for sure was the most hyped uh, project. Uh, very, very quick sold out. Uh, was was amazing what was happening there. Regarding right now, real utility and real use cases on the chain and how we can bring Web2 adoption to Web3 because this is where we are discussing right now. In my opinion, this is the tricky point, which layer one will bring real adoption and real funds because everybody is discussing about, I don't know, Ethereum, liquidity and so on, but... <laughs> If we are discussing about real liquidity, oh, in Web3 is the, the real liquidity and a lot of funds and stock market, we can even compare it with what's happening right now in, in Web3. So uh, in my opinion, NF team, which is part of the creative team, which is, was the first product we launched. Uh, yeah, NF team uh, is an interesting project because they had a platform before yeah. uh, providing some services for UI, UX designers, yeah. Yeah. I think. And they decided to launch an NFT collection yeah. to allow the holders to access all the yeah, resources exactly. of the website. Exactly. That's exactly. correct? Exactly. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You, you made the, the homework for the for NFT. Uh, no, no, no. You know what? I I did not uh, uh, well uh, s s read this yesterday or the day before. I just it was my memories about mm -hmm, the, the mm -hmm. project, but I have a pretty good memory, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, basically, using one NFT from from their side, you can download any uh, any license or any software they built so far in Web two. So they have a book regarding UI UX. Uh, so yeah, you can have different materials which cost real money in in Web two. Uh, so without the NFT, you need to pay uh, a lot of money, like seven hundred dollars. Uh, but again, a lot of people jumped in uh, for the hype, being the first project after us, and so on. Uh, the price for sure didn't make their their expectations. Uh, the price is a very important narrative in Web3 and a lot of people wanting to, to, to make money. This is the reality and we don't we cannot hide it, about it. Uh, but again, in, in my opinion, was was and it still, it still is a very good project. Uh, I really hope that uh, the number of developers and engineers building on multiple six will increase over time. And this kind of project uh, with real use cases can, can I don't know, be in a better light or shed a better light about our ecosystems uh, as a unitary uh, dev side. Uh, what, what I can say, there's a big difference between a Dejan project and uh, this kind of utility project. And so we really like uh, Sense for Fit, a lot of be, uh, a lot of people mm -hmm. making sport in, in France and Romania. Do, do you prefer launching NFT or token projects? Oh, what, what do you nice, prefer? Nice, nice. <laughs> to be honest, right now, uh, I really like NFTs uh, launches. Uh, more hype. Uh, yeah, so we, we are participating uh, and we are uh, buying different NFTs. Uh, is this kind of hype okay? Uh, 
uh, what I will have, what kind of picture, what kind of grade, what kind of level, what what kind of traits. Uh, in this, in the first hour, is really crazy, crazy moment. A uh, lot of hype, and uh, we can feel the hype in our bones, in our muscles, uh, the tension in, inside of the, the office. We are very fine. Yeah. The back and the smart contract one more time, the front end, the APIs to be running it, everything, the scalability of the project. Whoa, it's, it's, it's really painful to be to be in the office. For Cow Cow, we expect to, to have a very, very massive hype. And we stayed like two weeks in the office, day and night. Uh, we rewrite all the backend APIs from zero. We made all the software pieces in the into the cache, into the memory, to be sure that there is nothing crashing, everything will be smooth. And it was in four minutes was sold out, but we really, mm. we really uh, uh, prepared everything. And uh, we are a bit afraid, to be honest, because you know, uh, you don't see similar hype or similar launches into the multiverse six very often. And we were afraid about the APIs to be very well uh, running and uh, yeah, to be everything scalable and optimized correctly. And okay. if I rem if I remember it right, Marius, you actually used a way um, for it to be impossible to send a transaction directly from the wallet. You had to go through the the UI so people couldn't. I won't say front run, yeah. but like pass through. If this was this was for every launch, not only for Cow Cow. Uh, basically, only the the wallets which made the key I see are able to mint. So how we can make this? Between the smart contract and the backend, we have a asymmetric key pair. So the transition coming from our front end are wrapped, are encrypted, are signing with a special uh, signature. And the smart contract is decrypting, is encapsulating the signature. So if you are not, uh, uh, if you are sending a direct transaction from your OLED to the smart contract, this is dropped because it's not correctly signed with our secret key. So you, you cannot front run or you cannot bypass the key IC uh, during the mint. Yeah, which is, is, is a great additional feature to even if you're KYC it, ensure that everyone gets like, let's say there's too many requests to the website and the website goes down. Because that's something we've seen a lot on Ethereum that people don't even go through the website because they know they won't get the chance to mint. They just go directly to a smart contract. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's correct. Yeah, we had this even from the beginning, and again, we are fully compliant. Any anybody they want to to verify our KIC minters list with the synapse, uh, when with our database, uh, with with all the papers and so on, they can verify. Then we can make an audit every time for all the all the launchpad we made. We are paying taxes, but also the projects getting this money. They are they need to pay the taxes. Uh, we have accountants, common accountants, and lawyers. They are verifying all these papers and so on. It's, it's really complicated to, to have a fully compliant launchpad in Europe. And you know the story also with uh, the X launchpad with the KIC. A lot of people complaining about the KIC uh, flow and not being very stable. A lot of questions why you need to have all these proof of funds, proof of addresses, and so on. It is complicated, uh, I will not lie to you. Uh, it's, it's not very simple to have uh, this kind of decentralized technology coupled with a lot of papers and bureaucracy and so on. Uh, this, this kind of narrative, having a 
decentralized software or decentralized tool. It's nice. Everybody can build it up. But coupling this up with a third-party database, being fully compliant, uh, reading all the hooks from Web 2 to Web 3, being stable, all the APIs running smoothly and so on, is complicated. Also, to have a reusable KIC, and we had this from the very first moment, being able to cover different jurisdictions and uh, different jurisdictions from different projects and from different people and different users. All this mixed together is, is increasing a lot exponentially, all the logic. Uh, but again, uh, if you want to be fully compliant in Europe, you need to act uh, in, in this way. Okay, uh, thank you, uh, Marius. Guys, uh, feel free to ask your questions uh, on the comment section if you have some. Uh, and you can also raise your hand and comment, speak directly to Marius. It's an open uh, uh, interview uh, as always. Uh, okay, now we spoke about the BH Launchpad. I would like to, um, to ask you about the Multiverse X ecosystem because uh, a few months ago you launched uh many projects on the row and we saw that uh, it became uh rare and rare uh so why uh, because except globies at the end of, the, of of last year uh there there is not a lot of project yeah. launched yeah, at the yeah. moment uh i i think the reason is pretty obvious but i would like maybe you to explain us why uh is it maybe difficult now to find new project to launch or maybe it's not maybe uh, your strategy uh, or can you tell us what's uh why this rhythm of lunch uh, this last month mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sure yeah so last year was pretty good in the first six months. Uh, so we launched KowKow, Cow, GoCharge, Homix, Dreamiverse. And uh, after June, we didn't have any launch, excepting Globus, which was launched in December last year. What was happening between uh, uh, July and, and December, uh, we really uh, saw uh, a very painful moment into the multiverse ecosystem. Uh, the liquidity was drained out uh, a lot. Uh, having all the databases with all the KIC and all the active users, we really saw a very, very uh, small uh, activity on the chain. It was really, really complicated. We saw what was happening during uh, Hatom. Not so many people involved. A uh, lot of complaints about the price dropped. We saw what the entity uh, did for Knights of Catena. So they didn't made a very good moment in in july uh so yeah we decided to postpone any any launch and to see what's happening uh because again uh, we can make a lot of launches we can make i don't know one per week if you want uh, technically we are there uh, from legal compliance we are there but it's very important to offer a good moment uh, a good moment for the project and also for us as a as a, as a big hero a launch that we, we need to have a happy community right so yeah, uh, we decided to postpone a bit uh, all the launches. Uh, right now we are reevaluating uh, all the momentum and the liquidity. We're trying to measure a bit the liquidity from the ecosystem. To be honest with you, uh, we are okay with the project. So a lot of very, very good projects are applying. And in the next days we'll announce different, different partnerships and different collaborations. Uh, and some of these uh, will already make some slightly tweets. 
uh, a very good one is Build 21. Uh, we also have other projects uh, from this narrative with RWA, real world assets. So a lot of good projects, a lot of good core team members with real experience from the stock market, from Web2, from building a lot of years. They really want to, to bring uh, or to, to being part of this tokenization uh, narrative. Uh, and here we are discussing about very, very strong projects. Again, very strong projects. So we don't have a, pro a problem with missing or with the lack of projects from our pipeline. But Jerem, we need to, to be very realistic. It's, it's problematic right now to, to have big project launches. Uh, not even X launch, but it's not launching, uh, uh, let's say, in a very uh, uh, good pace. Um, I don't know, last year they they launched only Hatom, if I'm not mistaken. And right now, after more than six months, they're launching Tada. Which, by the way, I think it's a, it's a good project coming also from Web2. Um, again, it, it's a problem so, with the liquidity and the number of active users, in, in my opinion. And we need to be very... Yeah, because the, B, the, B, the BH network community is strong and they it showed strong, it uh, strong, during the, uh, the Globe's... Uh, it is it's mm. something, yes, you know, people... So, first of all, we, we are mandatory, we are forced to launch all the projects in eGold in party with eGold. Why eGold and not stablecoin? Because we still don't have a, a native stablecoin in Multiverse 6. And being native, what it means? To be fully compliant and to being able to send it to, I don't know, to a specific checks. And I don't know, Binance to accept USDC or USDT. And this is very, very important. In order to offer a good experience for uh, for for the users, right? Because we we had problems with I don't know different users and with our support. Hey, Maurice, I sent uh, USDC to my Binance uh, e account. Bad, very bad, because we don't support USDC natively on Binance right now. So this is one problem, and this problem is more going to a financial mindset because different users bought in the past eagle at different prices i don't know let's say we want to have a launch and one ticket price is one eagle but maybe even the eagle price right now is 50 dollars but maybe they bought at i don't know 300 500 uh, for for them is their precious eagle it's not just a, a, a amount of money in stable so uh, it's it's quite complicated and different and different experience uh, to to have a launch at eagle at fifty and to have a, the same launch at eagle at I don't know one hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars uh, per per eagle. Totally different experience. Totally different from economical point of view. Totally different economics. Uh, mm. We also had big 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 impact. We made our uh public launch and public listing when eGold was around 150. So in parity with gold, we are basically at the same parity uh, with the public launch. But in parity with stablecoin, which for most of the users is important, uh, we are in three weeks down, right? Because now right now the eGold price is $50. So again, the eGold price is very important to push all these boats together into the ecosystem. So we need to, to see more strength. This, this is my honest opinion. Uh, and so far, it's, it's, it's complicated to have more launches 
or a better piece of this uh, of these launches. Okay, so what is your strategy to continue to propose good lunches to your community? Uh, you, you, you have two ways actually, or you wait for a big lunch with big fundraising, or you decide uh, and you, you will uh, just have maybe two or three or four per year, or you decide to launch maybe a smaller project with a smaller uh, amount of money to rise. And so by doing this, you can maybe make more lunch pad maybe once a month or once uh, one every two months. So what's uh, your strategy? Uh, to adapt to the new situation yeah good good question um yeah is a mix uh, we really want to have also a smaller project and smaller amounts in order to have let's say a better piece of launches uh, but for the big projects uh like the ones from real estate uh we want to have a better marketing. Uh, what it means? A uh, lot of builders meet up in, in Bucharest, in Romania, in different big towns, uh, also from Europe. We want to meet up the, with the community to have a better education, to have, uh, I don't know, different physical meetings, explaining the projects, explaining, I don't know, why it's better to, to have a long-term mindset and so on. Uh, and right now we are in discussions with... Uh, with different meetups and different collaborators uh, about uh, about this approach. Uh, if we really want to bring Web2 builders and, uh, I don't know, the money, the liquidity from Web2, we need to have this kind of approach. Just, I don't know, launching a random project and expecting it to have success because it's enough liquidity in, uh, in Multiverse 6, I don't think is the, is the, right, uh, the right mindset. Uh, again, ed educating people uh, from Web two, which have the the right the right amount of money and the right mindset to invest not only in Web two market, but also in Web three because of the tokenization, because you have better flexibility, maybe better security and your own ownership. This is possible on Multiverse six. We want to build the momentum on this kind of ideas. So yeah, we will take more time for sure. But there is no other option right now in, in to the multiverses. Just educating people, explaining the technology, explaining the potential, explaining why it's better to have this kind of uh, ownership and better security than EVM and so on. Why it's cool uh, to have tokenized assets in Web3 and to have, uh, I don't know, uh, technologies like this portal on your phone and so on. Is the the only approach we see right now uh, in order to have also big launches successfully running and also it's not only about the, the launches because okay you can invest in marketing you can have a good momentum at the launch specifically but it's very important to have a good momentum post public mint right uh, this is the tricky point uh, and it's important to have also some happiness into the community post post the launch. Yeah, so it's very interesting um, what you're bringing up, and it's a question we we often have in the French um, GMMVX about um, is the technology um, enough to attract? Because as we know, as you said, with the ESDT standard compared to EVMs. 
with the sharding, etc. There is a lot that MVX brings that other chains right. can't. But from the user point of view, the regular user, not the builder or the technical passionate uh, um, user, it doesn't seem to matter. What's, what seems to be the most effective and which I agree on is the um, having, as you say, tools they can use, um, applications that they can interact with. And as long as it's fast and reliant, I don't think the user really cares about how it works, except those that want to go a step further. A bit like internet, right? Like we, most people wouldn't be able to tell you how internet works. They just expect it to work, and when it doesn't work, they get annoyed. And like, um, don't you? So, how do you think um, we manage to? Should we focus on attracting builders then to get projects, um, or do you think that the technology is can be? explained well enough that even users see the benefits of it because it's a bit the snake that bits his own uh, tail right you need users to get builders but you need uh, builders to get users yeah it's a chicken egg problem right but i can yeah in in my opinion web3 is still about uh, making money fast and we cannot change this mindset uh, uh, overnight for a lot of lot of users um in my opinion, it will be possible from multiple side. Uh, we need more grants for better teams. Uh, I think this should be, I don't know, the most important key point for for this year to have more grants and more hackathons, but more grants for for great teams from Web2. Uh, having more more heavy builders with real products that can couple with Web2 technologies can can bring some some momentum because let's be honest guys uh comparing with two three years ago there are already a lot of layer ones layer twos uh on, on the evm side we cannot compete with all these guys and with all their liquidity this is the reality when when eagled or well, again elron started three years ago four years ago tell me how many layer ones and layer two was comparing with now right so again and these are already running uh, up and running for a lot of months. Uh, they have a lot of, lot of liquidity, a lot of eyes from US and so on. So we just cannot compare and compete with them from liquidity perspective, numbers of users, number of projects running and so on. So if we really want to have a, a chance to for a better adoption, we need to bring more liquidity and users and real world use cases from Web2. This is I don't know, my my working vision right now. And the only way to have a better of number of active users here uh, on, on our ecosystem. But I would love to, to see your opinion as well. No, I, I think we're, we're pretty aligned. The, um, I, I agree, as you said, like uh, RWA, real-world assets, um, and tokenization of assets um, is a very important narrative. And I think we had, so I'm not, I'm not the biggest DeFi guy, I'm going to be very transparent. I'm not DeFi, I'm not, I'm not a DeFi guy. But for me, DeFi is very useful, as you were saying, uh, we, were, we were talking about USDC earlier, um, about like converting, etc. But from 
from a day-to-day -day use, a regular person, not a web free enthusiast, doesn't isn't that interested in that. And it's a bit the same with NFTs. Like NFTs are great, you can use them for gamification, you can use them for a lot, but they're just a tool in the end that serves a bigger purpose. And um as you're saying, like I think the next narrative, if we want to get um a lot more adoption on multiverse X but also across, is by having those kind of use cases. People obviously that, that's what we're doing with Gapa Labs, but I'm not gonna we're not gonna talk about that today. But it is by giving um users the possibility to interact with the blockchain without realizing it, using all the benefits of it, um and linking, as you're saying, web two with web three. It, it was one of my, of my uh, uh, questions. You launched uh, in real life uh, projects, you launched an NFT project, uh, but uh, so far you did not launch any uh, DeFi protocol projects, uh, as far as I know. Uh, did you have any application through this uh, um, sector uh, or or not? Yeah, we have the, the guys from Farm, Farm XYZ. Uh, uh from uh binance chain uh maybe mm -hmm. you guys know the jb hero will be launching just uh, projects from from etm side so it's a it's a crunching crossing launchpad uh, big head will remain uh on, on the multiverse six it's, it's no doubt about it uh, but we we want to have a so cross chain uh launches uh, in order to bring more attention to to be hero more eyes and why not maybe we can have a better visibility for uh, Multiverse 6 as a, as a an ecosystem. Uh, so yeah, we have the guys from Farm. Uh, they are building a, a DeFi protocol uh, for having a better yield optimizer uh, for different farm positions on the, on the EVM side. Uh, they are the only ones uh, right now in, in our pipeline. Uh, but again, being honestly with you guys, uh, our focus is right now on real-world optimization projects, uh, which can bring more liquidity users and uh, adoption to, to to our side. And again, in my opinion, it's the only way to, to succeed because these projects, uh, big ones coming from Web2, they are coming also with uh, some big investments and uh, uh, big players uh, at the table. I, I again, Maybe I'm wrong, but I cannot see from the discussions uh, we had with a lot of projects so far, I cannot see how we can compete with the projects uh, and the launchpads from, from EVM side. They are very, very mm -hmm. big, a lot of liquidity uh, already with a lot of users, with uh, native stable coins. Uh, again, uh, we don't have too much... Uh, advantages uh, comparing with uh, with these guys and for the as Joachim said for the normal users they really don't care about uh, how ESDT standard is is, uh, uh, is the ownership coupled with a wallet how much is safe or not uh, the the multiverse six protocol for all these users everything around technology is just a black box they really just to, to play with it uh, to use it and it's the same with our smartphones with the internet and so on we don't care about rfc protocols we don't care how much or if it's audited or not a specific protocol we really want to use it and that's it uh okay that that's interesting um 
So let's speak about your uh, cross-chain and multi-chain ambition. Uh, so for now, you are only on Multiverse 6. Uh, so when do you think you will be able to launch uh, uh, the, the platform uh, on a cross-chain uh, um, manner? And uh, do, you do you already have projects from other chains mm -hmm. that would like to be launched on, on, on your launchpad? Yeah, uh, the backend and the smart contracts are already finished for, for the EVM side. For Ethereum, Binance, and so on, uh, we will be starting to to finish uh, also the the DApp side, so the front end, and uh, yeah, I think in Q1 this year everything will be will be up and running. Uh, the front end, let's say, is the the simplest part. Beside the back, if if you have a scalable back and then the, the smart contract is up and running, uh, these are the heaviest parts. Uh, I think the most important one that a lot of people uh, is uh, already willing to 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 make more research and to participate is XFI XFI checks. Uh, yeah, for sure, you guys, most of you already heard about it. We had different. Uh, mm -hmm. They they made also some good waves on on the multiverse six. They will not be on the multiverse six as far as I know with the token. Uh, or maybe I don't know with a small portion if they decide to go with, uh, but they already made some very good marketing campaigns also with a lot of NFTs projects from Multiverse Six. So yeah, I'm expecting that uh, they will make a good a good moment uh, with their launch. Why? Because they really build from a couple of years already using only their money. They have a very big technical team, very good marketing team, very good connections, and so on. And all these. So are the, the, their their token will be launched on on uh, on B Hero. Part of it, so the public sale. Oh, yeah, okay. The, the public sale will be uh, launching on multiple or two, three. Uh, uh, yeah, like Globis, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So it will be a multi-launch yeah, yeah. launch. Okay, and okay. Part of, part very of nice. it will be on on. Be here of a specific allocation. Do you do you have a date for this? No, because it no, will be so no. the next. No, not yet. no. It's not not, not nothing is yet uh, arranged or public. Uh, still, still mm -hmm. lot of problems with uh, with the liquidity. Uh, they are very massive mm -hmm. project. You know, Jerem, they put already a couple of millions building all the solutions they had. Uh, so on the DeFi side, on the one ramp off ramp with the card and so on. So they are really fully compliant in Europe, not on a, I don't know, BVI or a strange Iceland. So they, they spend a lot of money. So they really need uh, a good momentum to, to launch the yeah. token because without it, they, they can continue using their own funds. So why to, why to risk with the, the bad moment if you can continue using your money? Yeah, and you, do, you don't have a second chance, actually. Yeah. It's... Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, when you lunch, you lunch. Okay. Uh, let's speak about the other projects, the other products now. Um, so, do you want to speak about X Audit? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's a, a very new thing. I it, it was uh, not uh, uh, expected actually, but uh, I think it's uh, necessary uh, because so far in Multiverse Six we know Arda, which is a uh, uh, another audit uh, uh, company on Multiverse 6. But I know that we need more and more audit uh, companies and security and so on on, on our uh, blockchain because our uh, 
standard is different as uh, the EVM ones. Um, so why did you decide to launch uh, uh, XAudit? And uh, what do you expect from this uh, company? Uh, uh, we need to mention that you already have a first customer, Flublik, because one Dex uh, decided to uh, use uh, XAudit services to audit seven smart contracts, as I read uh, on their uh, post a few few days ago. Yeah, besides besides starting XAudit, uh, we also made smart contract audits for for other projects, uh, and the entity be, uh, behind it was Big Hero Smart Contract Audits, and we made audits for Vesta X uh, or Demiurgos. Maybe you heard about L2 Chain. Uh, super LBR, Salesforce Fit, uh, two smart contracts, uh, Block, and and others. Uh, one Dex indeed is the first, let's say, product uh, asking for uh, making some audits after we launch X audits. So they will be the the first one on the new entity. Uh, how we started basically, uh, both me and Catalin, which is making the smart contract audits, we were colleagues in NXP and we worked together on our security team. Uh, during uh, NXP life. Also, after NXP, Katrin worked as a software engineer, security software engineer at Bitdefender. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard about Bitdefender. It's an important uh, uh, security company in uh, in Europe, uh, which is selling their antivirus solution uh, in different different countries, also in uh, US, maybe the biggest seller is in the US. And after uh, Katarina worked at my suggestion, uh, worked at Multiverses, and he was one of the most important engineers which built the first uh, Dex, Myertex, and uh, he built uh, the smart contracts and everything over there. Uh, so, yeah, we have enough security experience in, in our team, and we love to, to, to try to find different glitches or different backdoors or to, to crash different things on the smart contract side. And yeah, so far for every smart contract audit, we've really found very interesting uh, uh, stuff. And uh, yeah, everything is public in our PDFs. Uh, one Dex uh, is really pushing a lot. It's really pushing a lot. Uh, and you see, guys, uh, they're preparing a lot of things, new things on the DeFi side on the One Dex. Uh, and uh, yeah, we are really amazed about uh, what they are building so so far. Uh, why another uh, product under the same business network umbrella? Of course, we, we really want more revenue as a startup in, in the Web3. It's really hard to, to make and uh, to have revenue and profit here. And part of this revenue will be used again to, to make some uh, buybacks for our token and uh, to burn it. We already made it for, uh, uh, for uh, after um, we uh, sold out Globis. So yeah, we want to continue this to have a good momentum and happy, happy uh, investors uh, around around Behead. Uh, seems that uh, this uh, strategic step with uh, burning uh, all our tokens was a great, uh, great momentum for our community, and they really happily received uh, this news. So far, we. We burn more than half of our supply and we'll continue to make this till we reach uh, 200 millions. And after this point, we'll have zero tokens controlling by us. Everything will be in, in the separate supply. 
Yeah, I saw that you burned uh, uh, millions of tokens these uh, these weeks. Uh, okay, that, that, that's interesting because it will bring some value to the remaining tokens. Yeah. Um, it's uh, something that is uh, asked by your community to give a uh, utility to the token and also to reduce the the, the max supply. No, no. Uh... We were thinking during the last summer what we can do for our token. You know, a lot of liquidity was drained, a lot of uh, a lot of prob problems for for different projects into the multiverses. And Jerem, we wanted to offer uh, something back uh, and to regain the trust to to our investors. And we we're thinking, okay, there is not enough liquidity. There are not enough active users. There's not enough uh, utilities around the token. Okay. Let's burn everything we are controlling, so our tokens as a team. Everything we need uh, for liquidity, for the checks and for the decks and for our spend to, to buy back from, from the market. And this is what we did so far. And uh, we also invested from our account and everything is public. You can read my hero tag and so on. All the tokens I have in my hero tag are, are bought by me, are not received by, mm -hmm. by, by the company. And also from our revenue, from different products we have, uh, part of this revenue, because we still need to pay salaries and so on, part of this revenue will be used by uh, uh, by this uh, mechanism to buy back and burn uh, behavior tokens till we reach 100 million total supply. It's the only way to start, in, okay. my, in my opinion. Uh, having a small ecosystem, uh, you need to, to gain some trust and to be with the community. You, if we are losing the community, mm -hmm. We can go home. This is the reality. Yeah, I think it's the same for every project here. Uh, and you're, you're right, totally right. Same for us, actually, uh, uh, doing spaces, doing uh, content on, on X and so on, the communities, everything. Um, okay, I would like to ask you uh, uh, about uh, the your ambition uh, about the uh, Multiverse X ecosystem. Uh, what do you think about the way the core team is uh, uh, doing things? Uh, and uh, what, what do you expect from them for 2024 uh, to maybe be more present on the layer one competition? Because it, you're directly linked to this in terms of liquidity and so on. Mm -hmm. Again, as I discussed with uh, Joachim a couple of minutes ago, um, in my opinion, this year is very, very important, very crucial for the entire multiverses ecosystem. Is make it or break it moment for sure. A uh, lot of projects uh, which were being launched in the last two years, uh, from April, May uh, 2022, uh, were draining out a lot of liquidity they are uh, losing a lot of momentum they are losing a lot of revenue uh, or the funds from the company they are uh, losing a lot of active users and so on so it's very hard to be honest with you guys we are in discussions with different projects uh, from the local ecosystem and a uh, lot of projects uh, they already don't have any money uh, remaining after the bear market but they don't have enough courage to to say this to publicly to, to the community and so on it's normal. Uh, what I can say it was really tough in order to, to still have liquidity for the token and to, to respect the, the investors. You cannot drain out all the liquidity and so on. 
even if you have even if you have a lot of spends. Uh, so, in my opinion, we need, of course, new projects to to build in here and to bring active users and so on. Uh, just to have only projects, but with the same number of active users, is, is very complicated because in the final, all these projects will uh, will search for active users. We'll try to fight each other in order to bring more attention and more focus and really cannibalize each other in a very short time. So also we need to bring attention, shedding some good light uh, from the EVM side to us. Uh, again, very, very important moment. Uh, I really like this kind of stressful moment uh, because it, when anything is uh, is running peacefully and uh, you don't have any, let's say, uh, starvation moment and so on, uh, maybe you don't find it necessarily to fight more or to have that drive to push you to, to build something more or to struggle a bit. Uh, when in this kind of moment the, where there is enough struggle, uh, you, you're really feeling to, to push it more. Again, we are building or die. Uh, we are surviving or die this year. Uh, this is how I see it. Uh, a lot of gain uh, and momentum is coming from the EVM with a lot of layer ones and layer twos. These narratives with the airdrops, which I don't believe in it, but it's happening uh, with a lot of liquidity and money just airdropped to a lot of users, of course, this kind of force users, but they are resist uh, from the EVM. They are moving attention over 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 this kind of uh, projects. Let's say, uh, will will be complicated. Will be complicated. We are competing with all these new layer through, and uh, yeah, we we cannot hide it. This is the reality. Uh, it's like. <laughs> Seems that they really have a lot of lot of lot of money to spend with with the users and to spend with their uh, users' attentions. I don't think it's the right approach, uh, but it's working in a way. It's working. Uh, basically, they are paying users to use the products. Okay, it's not uh, an organic uh, usage, but it's working. Their their attentions are over there. Let's see what what okay. uh, motivations will bring up in terms of uh, new plans for for this year. Uh, I'm I'm really optimistic for for this year. Uh, you cannot work and push for new product and to build and to be creative if you are not optimistic, right? Uh, you'd be a mm. I don't know, maniac depressive. You need to be. <laughs> yeah, you need so, to be positive but, in order to create uh, great things. I would say a lot of great successes in the world of Web2 to do a bit of comparison to the airdrops, to, as you're saying, literally paying to have users. Um, is the fake until you make it that we've seen in a lot of Web2 companies. And in the same way, I mean, we could talk about very, very, very big Web2 companies that are still not profitable, still losing millions, if not more, every year. And the only thing that is keeping them alive is new investors and uh, new uh, rounds where they raise more money because they have more users, etc. Do you do you think there's is there's a similarity between then then the web two and what is happening on those layers? Yes, yeah, without any doubt, there is a similar plan. Um, again, if if you have enough 
marketing power and enough funds, uh, for sure you can bring a lot of attention uh, on your side. And this is what is happening right now on, on other ecosystems. Uh, it, it's just better to, to be fair with us, guys. Uh, it's very hard to compete with uh, with all this. I was comparing in the last month uh, how we are behaving at Behero Launchpad, comparing, I don't know, with, uh, with DAO Maker and, and other big players in these Launchpad ecosystems. And they are really, really pushing uh, and they are protecting a lot their, their users in terms of founds uh, uh, and how they are really behaving with the project. Uh, on, on the other hand, they are really violating all the projects that they are launching. They don't care about anything. Uh, they are really only protecting the users because they are saying, okay, we can find other projects if we want, uh, but we can find other users uh, or active members. So indeed, uh, is, is this narrative of uh, protecting more the users, uh, the clients, uh, and not protecting so much the, the projects uh, they are building over it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you even had an example with one of your projects, Sense for Fit with Bullpark. Yeah, um, yeah. That had that uh, war warranty that the token price needed to be above, I think it was sale price, right, for a certain yeah. amount of they time. They really didn't care. They really didn't care about the project, about the money and so on. They also didn't receive the, the, the money after the, the public sale. And they also used their uh, their currency to, to protect the users and to, to airdrop those uh, uh, those tokens. So in the final, is a double penalty for the project they, they, they launched. We cannot make this on multiple six if we really want to have solid projects building over here. But in the same time, we need to protect the users, the active users, and to bring more attention to the other active users. So it's really painful as a, and a chicken egg problem. And this kind of approach, yeah, because if you screw over the project, then the project doesn't build yeah, either, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, and the bullpark is, is a small example. Dow Maker is making the same, and I personally know project building over there from, from the EVM side. And uh, they are sending the tokens, no guarantee, and so on. And they are even pushing for specific checks to, to be used by the project itself after the launch. And if they don't comply with those, those launches, they really airdrop all the tokens they received and no public sale, nothing. So it's really violating the project. But uh, the, uh, they, they can. They can. Why they can? Because they have enough active users. And also they are running in different strange islands like, I don't know, BVI and so on. Uh, BVI is coming from British Virgin Islands. Maybe, maybe you know already. Uh, so again, we are in Europe behaving totally different, uh, need to be fully compliant with real KIC realization and so on. And we are fighting with this kind of big players from EVM where they are a bit shady. It's really, really complicated. Okay, very uh, interesting exchange. Uh, thank you uh, guys for, for this. Uh, we actually don't have uh, questions on the comment section, so I guess we were complete. Thank you very much, uh, Marius, for uh, coming this morning. I let you the final word. Uh, maybe you want to give us some alpha about the uh, upcoming uh, thing that you're building, or next partnerships, or anything, or if you just want to say a word to the community, the mic is yours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some, some alpha things. Thank you for the question. So we are preparing two more products. Uh, the first one will be on the mainnet uh, before end of Q1, so this year, before end of March. 
and the next one the second one will be on mainnet before end of june so before end of uh, q2 uh, this year the first one will be around nfts uh, just to have a small alpha <laughs> as you know um, and the second one will be around compliance uh, so a lot of users will be able to 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 use it uh both uh, they asked from from our uh, community team uh, team members so thank you for the suggestion guys uh, it's always better to 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 receive feedback from the community because uh, they they really want these products that means there will be a lot of a uh, lot of users active users using this and uh in the final, the most important is to have utility. Uh, it's very complicated when you build a product and you don't have any drive or any utility. So it's always better to 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 wait and to to get the right feedback from uh, from the community members. Um, what I can say more? Um, again, I'm, alpha, alpha. <laughs> I'm very optimistic. I'm very optimistic for this year. Uh, let's let's build. Let's try our uh, our best. Uh, I can see some good signs already in terms of liquidity. Uh, let's let's try for for the best. Uh, before closing, I want to ask you, Akim, how how is it going with uh, Gaupa Labs? Uh, I know we discussed a bit in the past, but it was very interesting to see if he has any any updates about about about. Joachim, do you want to be launched on BH Launchpad? <laughs> we, 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 we've been discussing in the past. Really? We're very, oh, yeah, yeah. We've, many months ago. We have discussed <laughs> many, many months ago. Um, but uh, as Mary said, there's been, uh, well, the markets haven't been um, ideal. And we, ha we are fortunate enough to be very passionate and have the funds to be working um, ourselves for, well, over two years now without uh, without having to raise we're doing some like equity raises on the side um but that's a that's that's another topic so we're doing well thank you we we uh, as you maybe saw we uh, we finished third in the hackathon um for um for mobile app and we will be launching very soon the galpa tracker uh, which is a mobile app and uh, we are working um with uh, several entities on our supply chain solutions so um, we're very excited. I've, I, as, as you say, like 2023 felt like a very frustrating year for a lot of uh, aspects. If it was like legal, the market, etc. So we just decided to spend that time focusing on uh, building. But 2024, uh, I think it's going to be a great year for MVX, but also for quite a few okay. projects. I see we have Hakim in the uh, listening. So uh, I'm also very excited what Globy is going to bring uh, this year. Nice. Very good stuff. Congrats for uh, for the continuous work, uh, being there, building there, and uh, just staying and uh, waiting. It, 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 it's perfect. Uh, in, in this kind of field, uh, entrepreneurship field, uh, consistency is more and more important than anything. So congrats for having the right consistency. Thank you. I appreciate it. But don't leave us yet. We'll have a question for you in uh, in a couple of minutes. Right, Jerem? Yeah, correct. And that uh, you, you, you will ask it, bro. Yeah, so the, the next topic of uh, this space is going to be on bridges in, um, in general, but also focusing on the Wondex bridge. So if you need to go, we'll ask the question now and then we, we, we can move on. Uh, is that 
I tried, uh, I had to try the bridge. I was looking at the bridge, but I, I couldn't find uh, at least, uh, I yeah, I couldn't find any um, code that was published. And we wanted, I want to ask if you had with XAudit audited the, the Wondex bridge between um, MVX and Solana. No, sorry, to me, the question was a bit uh, unclear. Yeah, sorry. The, the, the question was, has XAudit audited the um, the bridge between MVX and Solana uh, by no, Wondex? No, 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 no. Uh, so uh, maybe, no. maybe it will, will be in the future, I don't know. Uh, you know, anything can change. But uh, right now, no. Uh, we are auditing seven DeFi smart contracts from their side, from, from different features, uh, large spectrum of features, for one dex so nothing related to to the bridge so far i don't maybe okay. it'll be in Does the it, native part right now no yeah we, we we weren't sure we were discussing it in 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 french uh, yesterday and we weren't sure so we uh, we thought well we have the perfect opportunity to ask you now definitely as far as i know part of the bridge or all the bridge uh, was already audited by uh, septic if i'm correct uh and okay. maybe other audits are uh, I want to go as we speak. Okay. Sounds good. Well, perfect. And uh, yeah, audits are an extremely important uh, yeah, part of, especially, especially in the DeFi. <laughs> yeah. And on well, DeFi, everything of that course. is related, everything that's related to money, obviously, uh, having that anything extra Anything that is stamp related helps. to crypto, actually. <laughs> this is okay. Uh, thank you, uh, Marius, for 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 this moment. Yeah uh you know that you're home on gmmvx anytime uh as a as a, as a speaker or just as a listener and thank you for the whole bh uh, community for being uh, uh, that numerous uh, th this morning um now we will uh, uh go uh with the next topic we'll speak about blockchain bridges of course you can stay with us uh marius and just to mention that i made the draw uh about the the giveaway uh so i just sent a dm to the five winners i will get your uh, erd uh, wallets and i will send it to marius so he can send you the prizes so congratulations to the winner and thank you for all the people that participated and thank you very much uh, marius for your generosity anytime thank you for the invitation guys thank you for all the committee members from your side uh, you are doing great stuff really uh, i told you jeremy as in the past you have a specific uh, uh radio voice <laughs> you yes, can i remember you can start uh podcast at radio at any time and for sure be successful thank you so Joachim. great stuff from from your side good questions and success with the go go, go labs i'm really uh excited about the, the news and uh, hopefully we'll see a very good product launch in uh, uh this year yes we're very excited thank you again for coming all the best Thank you uh, very much. Uh, yeah, so let's speak about uh, blockchain bridges. So first of all, guys, I will uh, introduce you a uh, uh, small overview of uh, what is a bridge, a blockchain bridge. And after, uh, we'll have a chat with you guys and with Joachim about the one uh, that Wondex just built uh, between Solana and Multiverse 6 and Solana because it's a bi-directional uh, bridge so um first of all you need to understand that a blockchain bridge is a tool 
that enables you to transfer assets from one blockchain to another. And this tool is essential as most uh, blockchains and tokens are not compatible. So the bridge will create a synthetic derivative of a token that will be compatible with the destination blockchain. For example, if you use a bridge to send a Solana coin to an Ethereum wallet, the wallet will receive a token that has been wrapped by the bridge. Uh, which means uh, converted into a token based on the Ethereum blockchain. In this way, you will receive WETH, so we can say WETH, with an ERC20 uh, format, the generic standard for fungible tokens on Ethereum. You need to understand that there are different types of bridges, of blockchain bridges. There are unidirectional or one-way bridges, which only allow assets to be transferred from one blockchain to another, but not in the other direction. This is notably this case with the wrapped Bitcoin, which allows Bitcoin to be sent to Ethereum blockchains, but not Ethereum coins, ERC20 coins, to Bitcoin blockchain. Other bridges, such as, such as a wormhole or multi-chain, are bi-directional, meaning you can freely convert assets to and from blockchains. Just as you send Solana to Ethereum blockchain, you can send either to Solana. This is particularly true of the bridge developed by OneDex between Multiverse 6 and Solana, which enables tokens to be sent in both directions. You have two types of bridges. You have custodial and we can say centralized bridges and non-custodial, uh, we can say decentralized bridges. The difference explains who controls the token used to create bridged assets. All wrapped Bitcoin, for example, are held by BitGo, making it a centralized bridge. Conversely, bridged assets on Wormhole, for example, are held by the protocol, meaning it's more decentralized. While, uh, so there's a choice. Do you prefer centralized things or do you prefer uncentralized or decentralized thing? We can say that bridge technology can also be differentiated. Uh, for bridges, some bridges will require the user to block a quantity of tokens in the smart contract before creating synthetic derivatives on the other blockchain. So the user will have to return the synthetic, uh, synthetic derivative to get his token back. Other bridges will burn tokens on one side and mint them on the other. So the question is why use a bridge? Bridging assets from one blockchain to another offers a myriad of advantages. First of all, the blockchain you will you're bridging your asset to maybe cheaper and faster than its original blockchain. This is certainly the case with the Ethereum, where high transaction fees and slow throughput uh, make it difficult for newcomers to get involved in decentralized finance. Other investors can use bridges to make the most of markets that only exist on another blockchain. For example, the DeFi Orca protocol is only available on Solana, but supports a wrapped version of ETH. Many DeFi and NFT marketplaces, for example, have built-in bridges to enable their users to exchange 
tokens from different protocols without having to leave the platform. This makes the process of converting tokens via bridges less cumbersome. Uh, Marius, just uh, uh, if you want to be cross-chain, will you integrate uh, a bridge on your platform to enable people to come with their maybe BNB coins and to bridge them on ESDT and the, the inverse or on different blockchains? Yeah, so it, it depends. If we are discussing about a product being cross-chain, you don't need a bridge, right? So, for, mm -hmm. for example, Behero Launchpad, if we want to have SO launches from EVM, for example, uh, the database will remain the same. You need the backend, the smart contract, the front-end that will be to run, I don't know, on Ethereum, for example. And you are running and you are executing launching projects from EVM side. If we are discussing about SO Behead being cross-chain and, for example, I don't know, having Behero locking points and different levels for Behero in order for, for users to be able to mint or uh, to, to buy tickets. Of course, you need a mechanism to to move Behead tokens from multiple six to, I don't know, uh, Ethereum, Solana, whatever you want. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you need to, to use an open solution from multiple six or you need to, to bring up your own uh, a bridge or you can use, I don't know, a hybrid way uh, or a web true way in order to move mm -hmm. tokens. Like Coco did. Like for Coco example, did because, example, yeah. 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 You because can't... they were expecting the Polygon bridge from Core Team. I and know. Unfortunately, I know the, it did not. I know, I know you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you know. I know. <laughs> it was a big. It was a big thing. But they did uh, their best to make it smooth. But right. yeah, they needed to 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 use a Web two solution to bridge the the assets. Yeah, definitely. That's a good uh, uh, and interesting point of view. Thank you very much. <laughs> So uh, let's talk about the risks of bridges because uh, it's, uh, I don't know if we can say a single point of failure, Joachim, just let me know if it's a correct uh, uh, term in this situation. Yeah, it is. Okay. Um, so the risks of bridges, have you seen how technical I became? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 honestly, I'm just like, wait, <laughs> what am I supposed to be saying now? <laughs> Okay, so uh, the risks of bridges. Although bridges open up new markets and contribute to a brighter multi-chain future, they come with their own security challenges, as demonstrated by a huge 326 uh, uh, million dollars exploit on the nation wormhole bridge in February 2022. Some bridges are recent and therefore unproven. And even those uh, that are uh, uh, prone to, to exploits. So the most notable example is Wormhole. But a week before this attack, a bridge called Qubit was exploited for $80 million. The principle of the exploit is as follows. The bridge enables wrapped cryptos to be minted without first depositing the tokens. For example, an attacker can mint uh, wrapped ETH without depositing the ETH. The attacker then with withdraws the free uh, 
uh, Raptor ETH. There is also a risk that the company holding the assets at stake may be corrupt, negligent, or lose control of the asset through incompetence or at the behest of a third party. For example, if a government asks uh, the, the, the company to freeze uh, the, the assets. So that's the risk, and that's why uh, it must be, uh, you must be very careful when you use a bridge. Uh, so let's uh, now, uh, the overview of the bridge is made. Uh, I know, Joachim, that you tested uh, the Wandex bridge to transfer assets from Solana to Multiverse X and the inverse. Uh, can you tell us more about this tool, this very new tool? Of course. So, as you know, um, Wandex launched their bridge not too long ago. They had the first uh, period on, uh, I'm not sure if it was in them, but like a period of um, trial. Um, where they, I think they were actually giving rewards to people who did it, but I wanted to try in the production um, conditions. So um, before the space, I sent someone over to, because as of now, there's only two tokens that can be sent through this bridge, the one token and the rare token. And I'm going to explain a bit the reasoning behind you. Um, first of all, the project needs to have a utility to put the token uh, on the other side, if the token has no utility or no purpose in another chain, what is the point of again they're taking the risk, but also doing all that is needed to do to be on the bridge? So we know that super rare bears are doing uh, an expansion to towards Solana, and so is um, Wandex. So both the one and the rare token can be bridged over. And why is it um, why is it important? Because Super Airbase obviously need to agree with Wandex to provide either themselves token on the other side or allow Wandex to generate the wrapped version of the token, depending on how they, I'm not sure how they did the deal. Um, so once uh, the connection is very simple, you connect uh, MVX wallet and you connect a Solana wallet. I did it with XDeFi and I did it with Phantom. Um, Phantom being the most, um, common wallet on Solana and also on, uh, on it's being used on EVMs now too. Um, once that is connected, you send a, tran you send a transaction through, um, through the DAP and that transaction is basically, um, and that's where ESDT standards is a bit brilliant because on a lot of other um, smart contracts on EVMs, you need to give approvals to transfer amounts, etc. And there's often several smart contracts um, interacting with each other. And that's why we've seen quite a few hacks in the past where someone manages to convince one smart contract that he has received funds uh, and then that information gets passed through to the other side to the other chain and those tokens are unlocked even if they shouldn't well here the, how the Wondex bridge works is you do a esdt transfer and in the same tra transaction where you transfer the amount you pass an argument that says what is the address on the other side you want to receive the tokens on uh, so once this transaction has gone, I had to wait around 10 minutes and then a transaction is generated on the other side, so on Solana, and I received my uh, ones. Um, there is a 5-1 uh, transaction fee, which is around, was at, at, at least around $2 when, um, when I did it. And the other way around, if you're sending funds from Solana back to MVX, 
there is no fee as of now. Um, I had trouble sending back the um, sending back the ones, but I got told um, I think it was by Akin, um, that the there's a minimum that isn't shown on the UI of a hundred uh, ones, and I was a bit short of that, so that might have been the reason. So my transaction kept getting um, looped and rejected. So uh, I I need to try it again with uh, with a bit more. But uh, the experience is quite smooth. Again, because there is no published code, um, Mars was explained that it seems to have been audited by Certic. It is important to know that there is one smart contract, obviously, on MVX and one smart contract on Solana or Wallet. Um, and those those two communicate through a, a third entity that is off-chain that listens to the events that are taking place on each chain and uh, act accordingly. So you could imagine that there's a server that is just waiting for an update from that smart contract to see who has sent funds and if the transaction got approved and then would generate that um, transaction on the other side. So again, good experience. The UI UX is, uh, is pretty straightforward. And uh, as I was saying, I just need to try again um, sending the, the funds back. Okay. That's a pretty cool overview. Uh, so, so far, we only have two coins. Um, so the one and the rare. So it would be interesting to know which new tokens will be added to the bridge protocol. Uh, thank you very much, Joachim, for, for, for this. Uh, if you have if you guys have any question uh, about bridges or anything, feel free to 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 ask in the in the comment section. And uh, if not, uh, well, we'll uh, end this uh, Twitter Spaces uh, uh, for 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 this morning. And I will thank uh, everyone for participating. Thank you, Marius, again for joining us this morning. Um, thank you also, Joachim, for being with me uh, uh, <laughs> every uh, Wednesday. Normally, uh, next uh, Wednesday, we will welcome uh, Arno, the third uh, host of this uh, uh, English GMMVX, because now he's in vacation, lucky him. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, see you uh, next uh, Wednesday. I can tell you who will be with us. Uh, oh yeah, I will be happy to welcome Stefana from Pulsar Money. Uh, she will. Uh, so it's it's a woman, and that's a good point because we lack of of women on, on Web three and on multiverse six in general. Um, so yeah, we'll speak with her about Pulsar Money vision product an ambition for this uh, new year. So book your next Wednesday and uh, have a very good day. Take care of yourself and feel free to repost the replay of, of the Twitter spaces to allow people to listen to it. Uh, knowing that you can also listen to the replay on the podcast platforms, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple uh, and Google Podcast and so on. Um, normally it should be live at the end of the day or tomorrow, uh, just uh, when I have time to download it. Thanks a lot uh, again. Take care and uh, see you soon. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Have a great day. All the best, guys. Thank you. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Have a great day. All the best, guys. Thank you.